0: hey guys it's lauren yates here celebrity interviewer author life coach public speaker and the host of Rave it up if this is the first time you're listening we help you build a life that you can rave about through our interviews with celebrities and successful people and through our books and courses we sit down with successful people and find out how they got to where they are today so you can do the same why not live the life of your dreams your new life starts here. Now today, we have a chat over Zoom with magician and illusionist Michael Boyd, who you may remember from Australia's Got Talent in 2013. We have a talk to him today about being the illusionist and also the producer of Cabaret de Paris that is coming back to Sydney at State Theatre on the 3rd and 4th of November. You can buy your tickets now at cabaretdeparis.com.au. Three, two, one. Do this. Raise it up. Hey guys, it's Georgie Me from Breaking Bad. It's Adam
1: Stefani from Step it's Up. Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Liars. Hi, this is Arthur it's Desire to Bad Truth. Cosentino. It's Rob Mill. It's Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. We're raving It Up. Brave I'm it up. having
0: fun. <laughs> Hashtag Lauren Rave It Up.
1: Yes. <laughs> 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 ra- sorry. Thank you. I like that effect. I heard raving. <laughs> We're raving it up.
0: Michael, welcome to Rave It Up. It's a pleasure to finally have you on the show. How are you going today?
1: For having me. I'm really good. As I said, I'm here in Hobart, just finished a season of shows in Tasmania and ready to move to Melbourne
0: never been to Hobart or anywhere in Tasmania I hear it's beautiful
1: absolutely beautiful the people are beautiful the weather's a little chilly but you know worth it you take it all in
0: yeah <laughs> I'm gonna have to add it to my to see list you know <laughs>
1: Definitely.
0: so I saw your show Mystique last year and I absolutely loved it like I, I, I got out of it and I was like I, I know I saw it, but I feel like, you know, they you know, they say you won't believe your eyes. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't believe my eyes. It happened right in front of me. And I'm like, what is going on?
1: <laughs> you love that about the show. There's lots of take home magic. What we say where you leave the show and you're like, what about the one with that box that was way up high and he threw the ball and you start reconstructing the show and you're too late. The magic's happened. <laughs> I know. Right? You're like, you're still the whole and time. You're different. just
0: leaving. Star struck like-
1: magic more than ever magic is uh people love it nowadays I think we all need a bit of magic in our life with everything that's going on we just want a bit of fantasy and escapism mm-hmm. and um, that's generally I find more and more now particularly with all the goings on in the world people just want fantasy they want to leave they don't want a, a sad and sorry story they want wow just to be taken away the real magic is making you disappear from your life forgetting about the emails the phone calls all the things you've got to do and just immersing yourself in the production
0: yeah by the end you're like Wow, he actually made me forget all that stuff. How did he do that?
1: <laughs> yes, my biggest illusion. <laughs> yeah,
0: that we don't even know is happening. <laughs> I loved it too because it was just fun for the whole family. Like There was heaps of kids in the audience and the beautiful state theatre. You did an amazing job. So I really Thank look forward you so to much.
1: Thank finally you so much. just
0: having one-on-one chat today yeah, to talk yeah. about your career.
1: Yeah. All the things, that's one of the things we like about the show too is you can have a grandparent and a grandchild and everyone in between go and see mystique and. <clears throat> they enjoy it on different levels. The mm. grandpa is still going, oh my God, where the kids are. And there's not many forms of entertainment where you really go across that age barrier. And there's something, as we say, for everyone. And also seeing that the parents look at their kids like, oh, how did you do that? And the kids look back again. They're the real magic moments I love. You can see it on stage and the connection between people and that sense of wonder. I love it. I'm very lucky to have a job I love. And you really,
0: you, I loved how you also used a lot of the, you know, audience participation with the kids, and they love that. You've got five to break seconds of down fame.
1: Third wall. It's so important, isn't it? It's so mm. important like that third wall. Yeah.
0: Well, today I definitely want to find out, you know, how you became who you are today. When I was doing my research, you know, your your father was actually a magician and a touring is a picture show man. That's really That's taken aback. Right. <laughs> So when you first started getting into magic yourself and illusions, what did your parents and your grandparents think? Were they they like, get a plan B?
1: (laughs) He was a magician and he actually started out with a touring magic and a picture show. So he toured uh, regional country centres and um, I actually took on that craft. When I was a child, uh, I discovered he was a magician And um, he was my hero. So every weekend I go visit my grandpa and he'd set up the magic table in the lounge room and he started to teach me the secrets of the family business. So that's how I became a magician
0: wow but were they against it because they already know how hard the industry is to actually work in especially full-time were they like get a plan b go to university
1: (laughs) i was very very lucky they're so supportive it was a very different day and age back then when he toured and he was obviously on the road um doing doing things in a very different way to what we do nowadays so yeah every weekend i visit him and he'd started teaching me the, the, the the tricks of the trade and i was fascinated what he did in his day was very different to what I'm doing these days. And I kind of think he's up there looking down because we use high-tech illusions. Mm-hmm. We're not cutting the girl in half now. We're cutting her in eight. We have the massive scorpion illusion, which is a buzzing blade that goes in. So entertainment is very, very different. He was very supportive. And as was my father, my mum was the one saying, you know, it's not a real job. You can't be a an musician. <laughs> and I always went, mm that little thing in me I'm gonna prove you wrong and I've made a living out of my entire life so I'm so lucky
0: you find like it's because you know as you said it's different day and age back when your grandfather did it that like even when you talk about scorpion and stuff it seems like the tricks of also not only because we always want as an audience something bigger and better but it seems to get be getting even more dangerous (laughs)
1: More dangerous. And that's on the audience side. We need all our hooks. Our media need the hooks. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And we need to entice you into the show with these new amazing illusions. And I think people too want to see something new when you come and see any of our shows, be it Mystique or any of them. We want you to experience something that you've not seen before. So you go away, you know, rather than going, oh, yeah, they all rub it out of the hatch. You're like, oh my God, I never even thought these things would be possible. It'll really keep us on the edge of the
0: seat, you know, like, oh my God, is he going to die?
1: It keeps me fresh. It keeps me fresh because every time I'm going, oh my God, he comes out part with a scorpion and you've got adrenaline and you've got to, you know, you never know how it's going to turn out. There is obviously a whirling blade that's coming into a box. There is an element of danger when you're doing this but I love that part of it too it really keeps the so fresh and it keeps my energy there How am I gonna live today <laughs> yeah make sure you're you're actually awake for it you know <laughs> absolutely so remember when you're watching those tricks too a lot of people go oh it's magic there is they are real swords it is real fire there are elements of danger but we're kids, don't try it do. at home <laughs> Never tried at home, no. <laughs> Unless it's a vanishing coin, you could try that, maybe. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> the actual hand magic, that, that's okay. <laughs> yes. In all the magic, how, you know, how to be a magician, boxes, things you can buy like that. Hey guys, it's Jody May from Breaking Bad.
1: It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These
0: celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favorite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook version. Go to raveitup.tv.com to buy your copy now. Looking for the most comfortable and fashionable gym clothes around? Introducing Gymxo. They're an eco-friendly brand from the UK. Gymwear made from recycled materials. Pick from some really cute gym sets, tops, bottoms, and there are even options for curvy women. Get 30% off today with free shipping by using our discount code raveitup30 at checkout. Go to jimxo.co.uk today. That is gymexo.co.uk. I did hear a lot of your illusions were designed and actually built by the same team that worked alongside David Coffield. Like, how did that working relationship even come about? I was going to say you're lucky, but I'm sure you created that luck, Michael.
1: You (laughs) do create your own luck in this world. And um, I have been very blessed to meet lots of amazing people in my life. But uh, they have these things in Las Vegas called magic conventions or conferences where all the magicians congregate from around the world. And once you kind of get known, the inner builders invite you in to tell you their latest illusion and show it off. And you're like, wow, that's amazing. But could we do it like this, like this, like that? And you workshop the idea with them. They then spend about six months building these things and lots and lots of photographs and things and videos going backwards and forwards. Till finally the illusion comes. It could be a year down the track. Then you've got the rehearsals. You've got to learn the technique. You've got the dances, another six to twelve months. So each illusion you see on stage may be two years in the progress from really? when the print was founded to when you see it on stage with all the lighting and all the music and all the spectacle. So it is a long, but it's also that keeps me again fresh because new ideas and new material. I can't wait to show the audience how it going to go. So um Yeah, that's how that relationship started. And obviously, the more I've been in it a while, the more you're in it, the more people that you know, and it really is a collaborative process with the builders and the choreographers and the costume designers and the music editing and all those elements. So I don't take full credit for it. I have a great team as you said before, it doesn't just happen. It's the people around you.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say audience don't take it for granted when you're seeing a trick, right? Because you, that, that could be two years in the making. I can't believe you said two years. Wow.
1: Just for one three minute illusion. And obviously, some of the others, the, the dexterity takes a lifetime of skill. I've done it all my life. So, to do those little tricks takes practice every day when you're a kid in the bedroom, you know, working out how to hide the coin and make it reappear and all that stuff. Yeah. And then smooth. And absolutely and then on
0: stage play. as well. It's a whole other ball game. You want it to be pretty much literally like an entertainment show. It's not just yeah. getting up there and doing the disappearing coin trick, it's got to be a whole Whole amazing entertainment.
1: Absolutely. We always say with magic, it's really the secret is about 5% of what you're seeing. Mm. It's the showman and putting all of the other stuff, making it dramatic or making it funny or making it whimsical or making it really beautiful, the, the part that makes the actual magic there. But the secret itself, because everyone's like, how do you do it? How do you do it? Really, the magic is what surrounds it. It's a presentation.
0: Exactly. That's the word I was looking for presentation. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> Um, I was looking as well, like in a past interview of yours, you said you, if you could do something differently now, looking back, you, you would have like studied business or some like marketing. Do you think that would have actually helped you today with your business and your production company? And is that what you would tell also other children?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's a really important thing to have business structure and, and marketing. However, probably the greatest gift that I learned is to find really good people. So find a great publicist, a really great one. And as you know, Amanda's amazing. Find a great social media manager who's going to do your marketing. Find a great graphic designer. So it's really about assembling your team. And a lot of them are such specialty things mm. uh, that, that you need that team to do it. Obviously, when you're first starting out, you've got to market it yourself. So um, it'd be great to have those things and also working out and crunching the numbers. Oh my God, I'm hiring the theater and all this costs, but I've managed to work it out over the years. Um, I'm, like I say, probably the best, the best experience I've had and the best luck is performing all my life. Because there's one thing you can't buy or be taught, and that is your stage time. Yeah, And experience. for years of my life, I studied back, well, back in the day, was working two shows a night, seven nights a week in Japan. Wow. In the caverns there and in the casinos. I've done it all my life. They're the things that you can't buy and can't be taught. So really, I'm very, very blessed to have performed so much because that's where you learn. And so the advice to young people would be get out there, go to the old people's homes, go to um, Croatia's or kids' schools, do as much performing because you learn from your audience what works and what doesn't work and you learn how to connect with that audience. Most important thing and it's so hard. You can't be taught it and you can't buy it. You've got to to have the experience.
0: And even have, uh, I guess, mentors in that field, like when you're first starting to learn magic, Go follow another magician, learn from them. Cause you, you two, was it with the magician Christine Hutchison when you just after school performing three shows a day? See, I did do my research and then even birthday parties and stuff since you were like 13. Like that's really young, even straight after school. Do you ever feel like it took away your childhood a little bit or you've? Not at all. Really I, um, off
1: yeah, all my friends loved it that I was doing magic. I actually went to a magic school too. You really have done your research. And when I found there's a magic school, and there was other um, teenagers like myself who loved magic. So we're all taught Different tricks, and then we would talk really the presentation. So, you'd only really be able to do that certain trick. The trick of the rings was my trick. I could do that with someone else, had the floating ball trick. So, we'd all encourage each other and again have experience. They would take us to those old people's homes to do shows and all that sort of thing. So, I went to the magic school, kind of like Hogwarts. <laughs> and then, like you said, later on, my first job leaving school, I'm with a female magician being cut in three pieces. And I'm looking after her rabbit on the road. That was my very first job out of school. And again, that's where you learn (laughs) because we were again doing three shows a day every day. And I was helping build the show and pull it down and learning how to tour. I learned so much. And Uh, and on the road, straight
0: after school, like moving straight out of home straight away.
1: Best job ever. Best job ever. And what was great too, I was with a female magician there aren't many female magicians and uh, me being the one cut in half so now I know what it's like on the other side for the girl that's in the box and often it's me in the box I've learned to switch it around as you remember in the show Hmm. so it's not always the girl but I know exactly what it's like and what they have to go through I think it gives you more respect for everybody because I've done all the jobs
0: Absolutely, it's amazing hearing all these stories. It just it shows everybody if they want to be a magician, you know, you got to do your hard yards, but it's so worth it. As you said, best job ever, right?
1: I'm going around ever.
0: touring the world.
1: Absolutely, I always say you can do anything, be it a magician or you suddenly go, I'm going to be whatever it is, a sporting hero. You just got to be dedicated, passionate, and persistent. I think mm. that with any job, including your own, they're hard ones to get into
0: absolutely thank you for noticing (laughs) and you always bring forward like obviously the best magic illusions and escapes and everything and you know you obviously got a lot of competition out there with other magicians and illusionists do you ever get stuck on ideas like where do you get your inspiration from can you ever run out of ideas really
1: (laughs) never get stuck on ideas and like most things we go way back to the past I pull out the books that my grandfather would have had and look at what the magicians did back then and then reinvent it to a current thing. So you redress it, you come up with a new idea, new costume, new music, new choreography, and what's old is new. And the audience back then, obviously, uh, are a new audience now. So you're getting to see something fresh. And really, they are the age old principles. So I never um, come full short of ideas for the show. There's always probably too many bustling around inside there that you can't get them all out. So you kind of have to stick down at one. But once I stick on one project, I am very almost obsessive. It's all I think about all day. And I've been the same way as a kid until that illusion becomes a reality. It's on stage or that routine comes to fruition and you the the feeling that you get but um again those processes are very lucky to have something so passionate about that you can be obsessive and you almost need to be if you want to be good and that's yeah. sexual competition i've always been one to put on the blinkers and just do what i'm doing and it's also good advice and not to look around at everybody else because it can distract you and also deter you from doing it and also maybe then you start emulating or doing what they're doing Stick to Mm. your own vision, I think, and um, try not to look out there. You know, there are always other people that might be bigger or better or doing other things, but I never worry about them. I worry about what I'm doing. That's
0: good. That's really good advice. And I can see the passion on your face when you're talking about it. You're like, yeah, (laughs) you're excited. Did you know we filmed this
1: interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there
0: and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time, like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers. Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, effectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effects Australia.com.au and type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. And as we mentioned before, you know, a lot of your escapes are just getting more and more dangerous and, you know, it gives you a bit of a challenge each time. But have you ever been scared that you might not get out of it or may not be able to do one escape or hurt yourself? What happens when that happens? You yeah. must Open, be like battle inside your head.
1: When <laughs> the illusion first arrives and you're thinking of all these things and suddenly you're absolutely right. Generally, when it first arrives and you go, what have I done? Because now <laughs> this is... I have to hop into the scorpion. I remember at one stage we've got a levitation illusion where I float really high in the air. Well, the girl floats really high and then I fly up like Superman. It's a beautiful illusion. Suddenly when I got this illusion and I flew up magically very, very high, I went, oh, my God, I'm I'm scared of heights. What did I get this? <laughs> <laughs> we <We're> looked <laughs> down. To- <laughs> <laughs> pull me down. pull me down. Let me go. <laughs> so... Um, then uh, the determination goes, and you go, right, I'm going to do this. And so I'd levitate just a few feet and then a few more and then get higher until I was comfortable. And now I love doing that illusion. So again, it's that um, that challenge. that's a very different one, not an escape. You wouldn't think it. There's this beauty is flying in the air. Flying there is extremely dangerous.
0: Not good when you don't like heights. <laughs> yes
1: well suddenly you, you you see this illusion you don't know what it's going to look like on the other side until you're actually floating way up <laughs> and this was re- it is actually really high and a very dangerous illusion but now once you've done it and you've practiced it and perfected it I love performing that because it gets a gasp from the audience not expecting all of a sudden where I fly right up so there uh yeah definitely the payoff at the end
0: exactly you got to think about what the uh, the audience is going wow so that's what you want
1: that yeah. look <laughs> a, a, a lot of time there's pain for both me and the thing. you see me there wherever it is and it looks like I like, you're actually in pain but at the do you walk off you're like yeah a lot of them are they just it's just a physicality that goes with um with the job you're jumping in and out of boxes and there's blades that you're dodging and all that sort of stuff so it's yeah uh although the magic looks magic it uh it can be painful um quite physical and um and a lot of barriers to overcome when you're when you're learning them so have you, you ever had to-
0: any bad injuries yet touch wood. No
1: bad injuries and i'm touching the table here yes no bad injuries and um and that goes with uh obviously we practice a lot and lots of safety procedures as well mm. but i like that element of risk
0: still we'll touch wood i'll touch my table too <laughs> don't, don't wish that upon you <laughs> and- <laughs> You've, as you said, you've been doing this since you were young. You really know ins and outs of magic and illusions. But is there any magic trick or illusion that another magician has done that you actually still don't know how it's done?
1: <laughs> often that happens. Oh, we're not going to say often. really that happens. And when it does, I love it because I have that feeling of wonder that the audience gets because quite often you're kid. like, oh, hum, you know how it's done, you know, because you're watching the same kind of principles. But occasionally things come and go, wow and it was, and i think oh my god i'm still fooled by by magicians you know and often it's sometimes the simplest things but yeah occasionally when there's something new or it could be this way this way or this way you're like not quite sure
0: mm. even if it's just done differently you get the wonder of a child again and oh, <laughs> oh my goodness
1: yes yeah, so no, i know i love that moment yeah still fooled I can oh, still
0: be good yeah that I'd say that's a good thing right
1: yeah, just like and Teller they've got the show full us and they still get fooled exactly
0: there you go maybe you should cite your own Australian version. So the amazing thing that's coming up I'm so excited this November Cabaret de Paris you're the illusionist for that and also the producer of the show 3rd and 4th of November audience you can go buy your tickets now. What can we expect from this show compared? Because I've be, I've seen it before. What can we expect compared to other shows that you've done for Cabaret de Paris?
1: Yeah, Cabaret um, de Paris really ramps up. I always say it's everything that's synonymous with um, Parisian cabarets. So of course, there's the gorgeous girls in the big feather costumes, and um, there's also the handsome showboys as well doing those amazing things so the costumes themselves over a quarter of a million dollars absolutely breathtaking we always add a few new elements when you add to that the lead performer Rhonda Birchmore I love her I'm good star. friends with her <laughs> me too let's catch up for coffee I know she's I amazing her. she's a dear friend of mine and absolutely another one she's passionate about what she does she cares so much about the show she actually loves doing it she's got a lot of creative input into it she's picked a lot of the songs and a lot of the costumes and we've oh, added different things I pushed her barrier by saying um we've got this little striptease number Rhonda where you kind of go behind feathers and strip will you do it she goes yeah I'll do it <laughs> we come up with creative ways of doing it but that's Rhonda asking, Rhonda will you get your gear off at, at, at uh 63 she looks incredible and I know. everyone like her. wants to look like her. such <laughs> panache. And, and and she, again, is a real showwoman. I sit there in the wings watching her, just admiring the way she connects with the audience, the story she tells, and how she presents herself. And just an amazing uh performer really loves and cares about what she does. One of my favorite, uh, and, and so lucky as a producer, I go, I really like, I love Ronda, I'm gonna put her in the show. So I've got her there for a reason.
0: I'm glad she came back.
1: <laughs> yes. We have Paul, a, a brilliant pole artists and circus artists and contortionists in the show, again, adding an element of variety. And that's kind of traditional for um, Parisian shows. Not a lot of people know that some people have said, Why is there a magic act in it? This is a Paris show. Why is there a magic act? If you go to Paris and you see the Moulin Rouge, they have variety acts. They were always in the show to allow for the costume change mm-hmm. and also to allow another layer. So the, the magical variety acts are really traditional with uh, Parisian shows. And they just add a completely different, like if you're on your roller coaster, suddenly going in a different direction because you're not expecting it. Something so for
0: everybody again.
1: It is. People often really like the magic, the surprise that it's in there because they expect the show bells and they expect to see Rhonda and suddenly they're seeing elements that they don't expect. And uh, we always refresh the show. We get new choreography. Like I said, we get new costumes, a couple new numbers. Rhonda's working on a new song for the show. It's really, if you saw, did you see it with Rhonda last time?
0: No, or- I didn't. I saw it the time before that.
1: It was with Marissa, Marissa was the leader of the moment <laughs> She was absolutely brilliant. Putting Rhonda in the show takes the show in a new direction. And as I always say, it turns up the dial. Oh, yeah. Rhonda- just sensational she adds also the humor and the comedy and just people love it because she's so real yes
0: <laughs> and real
1: makes and no hilarious <laughs> and no uh no exceptions at the start she goes well you know I love French champagne and I love French this and I love French poodles but I'm not French and I don't know <laughs> French but everything about it I love but she's glamorous and she's been there and she tells stories about when she lived over there and worked there as well so we Ooh. do we do get a lot of Paris from Rhonda Mm. Uh, and um yeah she's there but again it's a show uh where you go and there's no complicated story you just sit there and go wow the go- the girls mind you the dancers that we have the creme of the crop they are ex-moulin rouge girls they are so tall incredibly tall and flexible and obviously you know these gorgeous girls have all worked in the moulin rouge the little secret sauce that i do is i'm hiring a lot of the ex-aussies that work there they're all friends mm. so when they together, oh my God, they, they, they're they all friends with other. it's like they're all chatting, they love Agreed. working, you see them on stage, their energy that they that they put, it's a real magic, because you're not just having a group of dancers don't know each other, they've lived and worked in Paris for years, they've now come home and haven't done for you, now they're back on stage doing what they love around the people they love they haven't put on the feathers for a while they haven't put on the big lips and the eyelashes in their home country in their home country their their friends and family haven't seen it so they love doing that too so there's a real magic with this show as I say there's so many different levels and layers but just alone watching the dancers and seeing them because they're also at a grade we're talking about before where you learn performing on stage. They're doing two shows a night, seven nights a week in the biggest cabaret in the world with the best dancers from around the world standing next to them. There's 80 of them. How do you make yourself look different? Mm. How do you stand out? So you're watching those girls going, oh, I get it, you do that. And they know all the, the little tiny details. And you got the uh, best I've of the best. With, yeah, exactly. I've never seen it with, with any other dancer because they've had experience working, doing four or five years in Moulin Rouge every night doing a show you become a new level of of, Mm. and that's what they are and of course we have the can-can which people love and that's ramped up again you probably saw it last time which brings the house down so yeah that that, there's there's the magic of the show again I think I gave away my secrets really great people great lighting great sound great performers great costumes all put together it's no um it's an all
0: round you know. show. I can't wait. I'm coming. I've already got my tickets. <laughs> yeah.
1: You are going to love it. Please come up and say hi. Afterwards. I will.
0: Please, um, I'm also interviewing uh, Courtney hi. later today as well. So I get to talk well, to a show girl as well.
1: Yes. Courtney was the lead of yes. Moulin Rouge for many years. And again, she's the dance captain. And she also is, she actually does a lot of the casting with me and, She's so particular with the show. I'll go, well, someone wants to She's like, well, that's good, but what about? And she loves that. She knows everyone that's worked there. So she brings with her the best dancers. Also her friends too. She wants to work with them. So that's why I say you get that synergy that you wouldn't get anywhere else. And it really resonates on the stage. I see it and I just go, I'm very lucky
0: yeah it's she knows so what she's cool. doing <laughs> i she can't does. wait to talk to her
1: <laughs> yeah, very passionate uh very professional uh a perfectionist perfectionist
0: a yeah. I'll have to get her to correct some of these, shall I? See see what she thinks about you then. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Oh, Maybe. We adore each other. We adore each other. She's so lovely. So are you
0: only on stage like the one time with your just one little act? Exactly. Do you come on heaps of times?
1: My favourite act uh, is with Rhonda. There's a threesome, a menage a trois, we call it. Ooh. Right laid again, Rhonda comes out singing La Vie Rose, which is a beautiful French song in this beautiful Edith
0: Piaf. Yes, love her.
1: Yeah, and then I come out and I with with a girl with with one of the dancers, and we do this kind of lovey lovey thing, and I make her levitate. She floats, and Rhonda comes under and you know, waves out arms as she's singing. So it's it's a really great moment because again I talk about the layers. You're laying a great illusion with a great song. Mm. With a great performer who's actually singing it live, so there's you know multiple things happening on stage at once, and again the audience likes it. So we do parts like that. I do a few little bits of illusions in the show, but yeah, my favourite moment is my moment with Rhonda. We
0: with Rhonda. Who who doesn't love a night sharing with with
1: Rhonda? Love sharing centre with Rhonda. She'll she'll share centre with me, and I'll do it with her any day. No, we love it, and and again we're great friends, so we have a great synergy on stage because we're natural like. We know each other very well.
0: He's always a hilarious, that one. Hilarious hoot. <laughs> uh-huh. I want to talk about you being a producer as well, because you even have your own production company, Boyd Productions, right? I look at the website, I was like, you guys do a lot. You do cabarets, magic shows, Vegas shows, there's an island show, circus shows, yeah, yeah. Alice in Wonderland Live. Huge variety. Oh my goodness. What made you want to start a production company and how the hell do you have time?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is a non-stop business and I guess it's a natural progression when you're a performer. I started out, as I said, in these cabaret shows in Japan where they have the big feathers and the things and a natural curiosity, I went and made friends with the lighting designer. I was curious at what he did and I made friends with all the dancers because we're working together months at a time and with the choreographer and with all the different people. So I'm well, I, oh, I to might, I might try and put a show together myself. I just yeah. found my friends. And help
0: know. other people, right? Yeah, Get exactly. other people
1: jobs. You know, I loved it. And all I was doing was gathering my friends that I'd met over the years in all these different shows. I've worked at the big casinos too here in Australia and everywhere. So all I was doing is bringing the pool, not stepping, I was just stepping sideways or maybe a step up. And, um, you know, obviously there are, you know, a lot more, a, a lot of new aspects I needed, which I said, the marketing and all the things. So I had to find those people. But um, I have a natural um, a passion for producing shows and an eye for detail because I've seen a lot around the world. We we're going all around. You kind of know what works and what doesn't. And, um, and just assembling people. And also because I'm a performer and I'm normally in the show, they have a, a huge respect because I'm very respectful for every person. I always credit them. And I, I always have great people working. So why wouldn't you go... Yeah, you know most times I'm standing back going that's better than I would have ever thought of um rather than going no it needs to be like this and change the lights like this I let the lighting designer go give him the brief and the music and the show when we talk about it but I give people their part you know so the lighting guy loves what he's doing I like that his picture the sound guy this is the same he wants to make the sound as best he can obviously the choreography the costumes so when everyone's doing that together the result is is amazing and um really i just say being a producer is being a good bus driver and having a great i'm just driving the bus and got a lot of great people on that bus and letting everybody do their part as best they can mm. without micromanaging people i think it's really important to give people responsibility and accountability because then they love what they do and they love yeah. the product and they care it's not just money it's let
0: them be creative
1: Absolutely. I want them to be as passionate as me. And as you see, I'm a good chat and talk. And they, uh, when you're passionate, people just, they, 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 go, they go with it. So I'm very, they very gravitate
0: lucky. towards you, Michael. I'm yeah, gravitated. I'm is. very invested in this conversation oh, right now. <laughs>
1: yeah. The hardest thing is always to sell tickets, but I've managed to overcome and I learned that. And so everybody is making money. Everybody gets paid. The audience has a great time. I'm living out an amazing life, amazing dream. So I feel very, very blessed. Um, but yeah, like always, looking up to people, uh, taking care, getting those best people. There's, there's no, there's no rule, um, you know, brains or science or whatever to it. It's just um, logic, I guess
0: hopefully from this interview today. We can sell some more tickets, 3rd and 4th of November, guys. Yes. Cabaret de Paris. Yeah, Coming there. to
1: Sydney. It, yes, it normally sells out there too and people Good. love it in Sydney. I've done it there um, various times and that's why I keep bringing it back. And the State Theatre is just a beautiful oh, yes. Home. Absolutely beautiful picture frame. I always say it's like a frame.
0: Saw Mystique at State Theatre and now I'm seeing Cabaret de Paris at State Theatre. Oh, you're I see that's just your favourite place.
1: Yeah, you need to get your own seats. We'll put your names on them so we know where you're sitting. Yes,
0: please. That's (laughs) just the seat for Lauren Yates right there. I'm surprised you're not doing more days then if they're always sold out.
1: Well, limited time, limited to get as availability and make it all work.
0: And the theatre as well. Other things are on.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Well, just going
0: to have to wait for hopefully if it comes back next year or two.
1: (laughs) Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed.
0: crossed. Come on, guys, buy tickets so they can come back. (laughs) Have you always wanted to learn how to dance? Always say you're going to do it? Maybe even make it a New Year's resolution, but never do? Well, this is your time. Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website, hillslatindancing.com.au for more information and to book your class now. This show is brought to you by Vegas Nights, specializing in all of your party needs. They have photo booths, poker tables, and decorations for heaps of different party themes. Visit their website now at vegasnights.com.au or give them a call on 1300 135 394. Vegas Nights, you can't lose. Now, even though you've already achieved so much in your career as well, Michael, what else can we expect from you in the future? What's on after all of this Cabaret de Paris? Can we look forward to Mystique again or what's happening?
1: Mm, I'll reveal to you what we're bringing next to the State Theatre and it's doing a tour of Australia is um, the Christmas Spectacular, which we did last year. It stars Prinny Stevens, who is a voice uh, star, absolutely incredible singer. If you know Prinny or you've heard it, if you Yes, little-
0: she's also been on the show. We love her too.
1: We love Prinny. So she's the singer in the show. And then think Radio City Rockets as the dancers. So it's a real family show. We have the, um, like, the reindeers with the lights in the costumes, and a really cute number. They bring on Santa. We have the toy soldiers coming out. There's a vignette that's kind of our homage to the Nutcracker, and we do a bit of magic in that. And then uh, just so many great things. It's basically a Christmas variety show where we've mixed all the elements, unlike anything that's out there. We did it last year for the first time, and people went nuts. They loved it. It did do really well at State Theatre, so we're doing a big tour. And it's something that I want to bring back as a tradition every year so that we refresh it again. And it's something the whole family can go and watch. We have a beautiful moment where I make a magic snow with Santa and then there's snowfalls all over the state theatre. We had it there. Well, my goodness, we didn't realise kids were running up the aisles. <laughs> and, um, like the snow. Summer. Yeah. While Prini was coming around, sitting on the stage, singing White Christmas, you know, those beautiful moments we just go... Oh my God, I never realized that, I knew we had the snow machines, I knew that, but I didn't realize all these kids, they're running and they're grabbing the snow and Perini was so good, grab a piece of snow guys, take it back to your seat, you know, it's magic and just again, it's a beautiful show, great costumes, beautiful, lots of great surprises, I make pretty float too we have angels doing aerial thing dressed as beautiful angels and and the girls on point doing ballet so many things that you don't expect to see in a Christmas show uh moves very very fast and um lots of great costumes and really family friendly friendly
0: so when's that do we know the date yet or
1: I do uh I believe Sydney is the 21st 22nd and 23rd of December so that's the last stop in uh in sydney three days there um and as i said we did it two dates last year they sold like crackers and everybody there just loved it and of course you get to meet santa afterwards and do the little santa photo and, and i have to put stuff.
0: that into my schedule make sure i'm there plus everyone loves christmas
1: me. right everyone loves it it's just at that right time of the year and like i said it's done really well and print and our choice of songs i really sat down with printing again it worked heavily on getting songs that we thought was synonymous with Christmas Mm. some of them are traditional songs but they have a a kind of Christmassy feeling because we wanted not to make it like what you've seen but of course there's lots of Mariah Carey Christmas tunes and you belts them out and every time I'm just like oh my god And she loves it too. We 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 love the show. Beautiful costumes again. We went and spent a lot of money on the wardrobe for that for last year. But you'll see it come out soon, and you'll see all the little clips, and you'll see exactly what I mean. And you'll have those same seats you always get, Lauren. Oh, thank you. Yes. Front
0: row, please. (laughs) We know
1: where you are.
0: (laughs) That's through Boyd Productions as well.
1: It is through Boyd Productions. It's my entire show. Your baby. and it took a long time watching all these routines and going what do I want in a Christmas show and then going out and going what do you think what do you think so you know I look for everyone's advice beautiful show and fun for the whole family and really makes you feel oh it's Christmas
0: it's Christmas it's time to just relax (laughs) I love it I will keep an eye out for that thank you for telling us about that Michael and Uh, I know I've taken a lot of your time today already but would you like to end with a little bit of a game
1: Oh, absolutely. I love yes. that. Yes.
0: And it's a bit of competitive element. You can set the bar nice and high for Courtney when I do it with her later. Mm. Then she can try and beat oh, you. We're very competitive. <laughs> mm. okay, so let's go. it's a legendary game here on Rave It Up. It's called the Two Minute Hot Seat. And I ask you various questions. You just have to pick your preference. So it's like dogs or cats or singing or dancing. And you have to answer as many questions in two minutes as possible. Oh, And then at the end, we'll see where you sit on the leaderboard up against everyone else that's played the game on the show.
1: (laughs) Okay, here we go. So So to
0: give you like an idea in terms of like Zoom interviews, the top of the leaderboard has answered 63 questions. Wow. Two minutes. So let's try Let's try and beat them, shall we? And you can set the bar nice and high for Courtney later. I'm just thinking like, I know Rhonda's been on a couple of times, but I still don't think we've played it yet. I'll have to check on that later. That's all right. Otherwise, I was going to get you to beat Rhonda. That would have oh, been hilarious.
1: It been That's boring. all
0: right. Next time. <laughs> you can set the bar nice and high for her too. Did then everybody
1: get the same questions or you change them up.
0: Uh it depends. So if like, say you and Courtney were in the exact same interview. Then I would do mixed questions because otherwise the other person's just sitting there like trying to memorize the questions. I think that's unfair. (laughs) All right. But today, you kind of get the same sort of list of questions most people get. Yeah. All right. You ready?
1: I'm excited.
0: Change the view on the camera so I can see us both. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one Instagram or YouTube? Instagram. Pop or country music? Pop. Cook or clean? Clean. Beach or pool? Beach. Blondes or brunettes? Blondes. Comedy or action? Comedy. Sweet or salty? Salty. Book or e-reader? Book. Home cooking or dining out? Home cooking. Bottomless bowl or bottomless drink?
1: Bottomless drinks.
0: Singing or dancing? Dancing. Dogs or cats? Cats. Italian or Chinese food? Italian. Summer or winter? Summer. Jennifer Lopez or Scarlett Johansson?
1: Jennifer Lopez.
0: Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Johnny Depp. Shop in store or online? In store. Cinema or home movie? Cinema. Ice cream or gelato? Ice cream. Cake or cookies? Cake. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Christmas or your birthday?
1: Mmm, Christmas.
0: Night or day? Day. Bus or train? Talk to the dead or see the future? Talk to the dead. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Eye colour, blue or brown? Brown. Driver or passenger? Driver. Texting or calling? Calling. Sydney or Melbourne? Melbourne. (laughs) Friday or Saturday? Saturday. TV or movies? Movies. Movies or books? books fiction or non-fiction books
1: Uh, no fiction
0: snow or surf snow freeze time or time travel time travel burger or pizza burger tomato sauce or barbecue sauce
1: tomato sauce
0: beer or spirits Beer. leather or denim leather city or country city biting your nails or picking your nose
1: pick your nose
0: Pants or shorts? Shorts. Tattoos or piercings? What was that again? Tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. Backpack or suitcase?
1: Suitcase.
0: Ice cream or chocolate?
1: Chocolate.
0: And we're out of time.
1: (laughs) How did that go? I saw
0: you get stuck in Sydney and Melbourne there. You're like, uh, I like both. (laughs) How many questions do you think you answered in that time?
1: 42. Oh, very close. Were you counting? No. <laughs>
0: you answered 46. Very good. Very close. Oh, I didn't Even think it's
1: 60. I don't know how they got that so fast. you range, 96. I really think.
0: <laughs> so you're sitting number 14 on the Raven Up leaderboard. That's
1: not bad. That's not how bad. It's
0: <laughs> I'll see how Courtney goes later and I'll let you know.
1: <laughs> oh, I reckon she'll be really good at it. She'll be good? Oh, absolutely. I don't know. She might be more of a thinker. Hmm. To carefully think them through
0: it's a good way like for the fans to get to know you better but also see how you are as like are you like a quick decision maker or are you like I'm yes. gonna- Sit and think about it for a bit.
1: I love that's my favourite part of my day. I haven't I haven't done something like that ever. So thank you. But you're welcome. <laughs> Anytime
0: you come back on the show, we'll do another another oh, game or something. Yeah,
1: different questions. I love it. Yeah, very, hey, people
0: lovely. love that because I I got the idea from like Top Gear. You know, they do the lap and then the celebrities try and go on the oh. leaderboard. So.
1: There you go. People
0: love competitive elements. They want to beat their friends.
1: Yeah. Let's see how I go, Courtney. I'll be bringing, I'll be messaging her after one. How many did you get? How did
0: you get? <laughs> how did you go? I will be. Well, <laughs> we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview now, Michael. It's been so much fun. i learned so much about you, and I hope everyone else has too. But as a closing statement, and was probably the most important question here on Rave It Up, a little bit more serious now. Knowing what you know now. What would you tell your 14-year-old self?
1: Telling my 14-year-old self, I would say, don't worry, go with the flow. Never worry about what happens in, in, in life. I would say, ooh, it's a really interesting one. I would have liked to study more dance to have better movement, go and do dance classes. I would have told myself to do a little bit more academic study
0: do
1: that, um, business and marketing. <laughs> yeah. And I would have um ooh, it's a really hard one. I think I would have yeah, just more told relax and go with the journey because I've done so much. I'm very very lucky. I don't regret any of those things. Um yeah, just go with it. Go with the flow. Be open to new people. Trust everyone mm. and love everyone.
0: Because you kind of want to enjoy it in the moment too, don't you? Not just after it's finished.
1: I think often that's one of the things we don't because we get so nervous and stressed about doing a show. And I've learned over the years now, oh, it'll come out and however it is, it will work out. Yes, you have to put the work in, but whatever happens, happens and you've got to deal with it. You can't change it. Yeah, because so you're prepared anyway. You, you yeah, as I'm much not as can be. Mm. As much as can be. But yeah. Oh, what an interesting question. It was so, yeah. That's always
0: our, our very famous last question of the show.
1: Oh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: we end up putting it, actually Rhonda's in this book too. We end up putting them all into a book. Maybe yeah. I can put you in the next one, Michael. Um, yes. But it's even got, think. Uh, here's little Rhonda as a 14-year-old. Isn't that cute? <laughs>
1: that is so cute. I want to see what she said. I'm going to go and look up that book later and see what she, yeah. oh, last what, what I know now.
0: Yeah, yes. she, she's in the book. She, uh, and I don't know if you, you're friends with Todd McKenney as well, because she's good friends with him. He yeah, is he, great
1: friends with Todd. But yeah. yeah, he, he, he wrote one of my
0: thing. um four words as well, because oh. I actually oh. met Rhonda through him. He put oh. me in touch with her. So, what a yeah. small world, right? It
1: is when you're in show business, they are all connected.
0: Especially in the entertainment industry.
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, before we go, if our audience want to contact you, find out what you're up to in the future, where should we go follow you and also your website?
1: Yes. So best to go to the Instagram page, Michael Boyd, The Illusionist. Um, You'll see all the stuff that um, that goes on with the shows there. Always good to go to Boyd Productions, have a little look there. We also have the Facebook page. Which is um, got Cabaret of Paris, Circus of Illusion. They're all kind of separate identities. Um, and, and the Ultimate Baker show, Mystic, all those shows. Realistically, probably the best one stop shop is Michael Boyd the Illusionist on Instagram because all those shows do come up. And yeah, and make he'll...
0: sure you do write in The Illusionist too. I noticed there's a few different Michael Boyds out That's
1: there. Michael Boyds, so there's Michael Boyd the choreographer who's in Sydney and we often get mix, mixed up. Yeah. And uh, dancers, when I bring to book them, will go, Oh, are you choreographing the show? I'm like, I know <laughs> no,
0: that's another Michael Boyd
1: <laughs> there's another one he, yeah he's also very good at what he does so yeah
0: what an to... unfortunate name though but you know
1: that's uh-huh. right
0: you can say yes I did, oh. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> fine, so. well thank you so much for coming on the show today Michael yeah. it's been so much fun
1: really enjoyed it absolute pleasure thank you so much
0: you're welcome on the show anytime okay so in the future if there's anything else you want to talk about come on and talk to me about it
1: we'll be back and we'll have to get Prinny back to talk about the christmas day.
0: yes please and maybe if you're in sydney we can do one in person too oh, because right.
1: you're yeah, based in I'm melbourne
0: mostly aren't you
1: i am a gypsy boy here has suitcase yeah. will travel exactly hobart
0: sydney melbourne
1: everywhere um, but yeah, I will be in Sydney. Let's try and, and tee that up next time. yeah
0: I'll come and say hi after the show, hopefully.
1: <laughs> hey, look forward to meeting you.
0: Yeah, look forward to it as well, but keep in touch, all right?
1: Well, one hundred percent for sure. <laughs>
0: thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Check out all the videos to our interviews on our YouTube channel at Rave It Up TV and visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you can have the life you have always dreamt about. The only thing stopping you is you. So go out there and get it.